In my first seven years of life, I grew up in Hartford in a three-family house. My grandparents lived on the third floor, my aunt and uncle lived on the second floor, and my parents and siblings lived on the first floor. Every Sunday, my Italian grandmother would prepare a home-cooked meal made from scratch. All I saw was lots of dough, a plume of flour in the air, and a huge rolling pin rapidly in motion. I stayed clear. She put her heart and soul into what she was doing. And every Sunday, my aunts and uncles, along with all our cousins, came together as one large family to break bread. Warm, fresh Italian bread. I recall everyone talking at once. There were lots of laughs and occasional tears. It was a time of great family bonding centered around food and fellowship. In our first reading in the book of Deuteronomy, we hear of God's family, the Israelites, who are wandering in the wilderness for 40 years. They are living, traveling, and eating together as one large family. That's what families do. They encounter many challenges, and as Scripture reminds us, we're tested by God. They are tested physically and spiritually. They constantly struggle to find food. They must rely on God and one another. Again, that's what families do. That didn't always go well. There's a lot of complaining against fellow Jews, against Moses, and even against God. There probably wasn't much laughter around the campfire at night. When God does feed them with manna, bread from heaven, they're not the most appreciative group of people. They once again complain. I'm guessing it wasn't artisan bread. But it did prove to be life-sustaining. God, through the biblical author, points out that we do not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes forth from the mouth of God. Remember when Jesus was in the desert for 40 days, representing the 40 years Israelites spent in the wilderness, the devil tempted Jesus to turn stones into bread. Jesus refused to use his power to satisfy a natural human need. Jesus quotes from the book of Deuteronomy, Man does not live by bread alone, but every word that comes forth from the mouth of God. So often the early Israelites, as well as the people during the time of Jesus, were primarily looking for those things that only give and sustain natural life. Not much different from my family scrambling to get a hot plate of lasagna at Sunday dinner. They weren't looking for those things that give supernatural life. And what gives you and me supernatural life is Jesus. By his words, by his life, by his body and blood. During the holy sacrifice of the Mass, ordinary bread and ordinary wine are brought forward during the presentation of the gifts. A person can receive natural health benefits if they were to consume this bread and wine in its present form. They would be able to sustain natural life, but not gain supernatural life. In order to gain supernatural life, there is something more needed. That is, the words that come forth from the mouth of God, from the mouth of Jesus. And the words that come forth from the mouth of Jesus at every Mass which give you and me supernatural life is this. Take this, all of you, and eat of it.
for this is my body, this is my blood. You heard correctly. The words the priest says at the consecration are in reality, in that moment, words being spoken by Jesus through the priest. The priest is deemed to be in persona Christi Capitus, in the person of Christ, the head. If it were not Jesus speaking these words, then the bread and wine would simply remain ordinary bread and ordinary wine. It is Jesus who pours his heart and soul into the confection of Holy Eucharist, the bread of angels which provides you and me with supernatural life. I, as the priest, am only the instrument, like my grandmother's rolling pin, although I believe the rolling pin worked a lot harder and a lot better. This is why Jesus can rightly say in today's gospel, I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Whoever eats this bread will live forever. At every Mass, time and eternity kiss at the holy altar of the Lord's sacrifice, where the true bread of life is made present, Jesus himself. And you and I, as the one family of God, with all the heavenly hosts of heaven, can gather around the Lord's table, a table where bonding and fellowship takes place with God and with one another, not only on every Sunday, but at each and every Mass. St. Paul uses the beautiful analogy of one bread, one body. We become more united in love when we partake of the one bread. We all become fuller members of the one body of Christ when you and I receive Holy Communion. This is made clear in the book of Acts, which St. Luke says, day by day, continuing with one mind in the temple and breaking bread from house to house, they were taking their meals with gladness praising God, and the Lord was adding to their number those who were being saved. We know it was common for Jesus to speak in parables that at times even his own disciples didn't understand. Jesus had to clarify. But then there were times when Jesus didn't mince his words. And today is one of those times when Jesus says, Unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life within you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise him on the last day. For my flesh is true food, and my blood is true drink. Jesus' meaning is clear. When we approach Holy Communion today, whether you receive on the tongue or on the throne of cupped hands, look at Jesus. Really look at him in the consecrated host as if for the first time. And when the minister says, the body of Christ, let your amen, your I do believe, come not only from your lips, but come from the depths of your heart. Jesus invites you and me, his family, to Sunday dinner every week. The meal he provides is his very self, and he uses the finest of all ingredients his body, his blood, his soul and divinity. This is the Lord's Supper that we can all be pleased to partake and truly be satisfied. And as Jesus says, whoever eats this bread will live forever. Mm -hmm.